Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Rise Podcast. And welcome everybody to the Rise Podcast. I am back from Greece. So guys, every week I'm making the commitment that every week I will be posting a brand new Rise podcast episode. So make sure to subscribe and hit the bell. And back by very popular demand, Helen Stranzel, the Austrian beast. Hello, everybody. I'm glad to be back. Glad he to have you back. Helen, how's your summer been so far? Always amazing. Thank you. Always Cute. amazing. Love the warm weather. I'll take it over winter any day. Great. And our guest today, <laughs> my client, Ev who lost an amazing 60 pounds in eight months. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you Good for inviting thing. me, Nick. Ev, it's a pleasure to have you here. Mm -hmm. And this is our, our topic today. What we're going to talk about is fitness, getting in shape, feeling good, um, you know, how to start, how to stay motivated, disciplined, I'll talk about diet, nutrition, and, and also as well, like one, one thing that I've seen, we're, we're all getting older, right? Helen... Helen, you're unbelievable. Why do you always point at I, me when you say we're all getting older? Yes, we're getting you, older. You are the oldest, and every time people see you, they always freak out. Like, yeah. on, how old are you? You're 50? 53. 53? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at the Arnold shirt. Ev, what age? 46. 46. Wonderful. And obviously, it's harder for women to lose weight than men. Mm -hmm. Do you think so, or is that, do you think, is a myth? I've seen um, it. I think there are differences. Look, men have trouble working, uh, working their legs and having big, stronger calves. But yet, women, it's an easier, it's mm. easier for them to build on their calves. So I think it, there's a difference there. And as far as mindset goes, there's Absolutely. no sex difference. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. So where do we start, Helen? Um, well, when I was 18, I started training. Yeah, let's, okay, go ahead. If, if, at the beginning, when I was born, <laughs> right? So, so when I was 18, I wanted to start bodybuilding. I wanted to start training, but not to become, not to be competitive, but it's just, you know, to stay in shape and to get, a, uh, to build a better body. And at 18, when I started, I was getting all this negative reaction. And, you know, Arnold says like he always had that negative reaction also when he started and it's like, don't listen to it. It was the best thing I ever did. People were telling me, oh, when you start weight training, you're going to be uh, a prisoner in your own body. The second you stop, you're going to, you know, gain weight and you're going to get fat and everything. And it's like, well, I never said anything about stopping. This is a yeah. lifetime choice that I'm making here. And bodybuilding and, and training my body has obviously, look, I'm 53. I'm yeah. in really great. I, oh, yeah. I know I'm in great shape. But it started me also to uh, going to stunt work, you know, uh, going you, to and kickball, and you, and you, and be strong in yeah. all the other sports that Absolutely. I was able to par participate in. And when I was 30, uh, uh, actually before I got to 30, you know, people were saying, oh, just wait till you get to 30. You know, you slow down your body. It's going to be harder to stay in shape. Nope, everything was fine. I was still training hard, still doing the thing. And then when I was getting to 40, they said the same thing. Once you get to 40, and then they said, wait till you get to 50. Everything's going to change. Your body's just going to you know, collapse on you. And it's, it's like, crazy. guys, I'm still waiting. I'm 53. When is my body supposed to stop and, and just go to mush here? Mm -hmm. You know, so don't listen to the negative people. That's them saying, I can't do it. And I don't want you to be able to do it because then you're going to prove to me that it could be done. And that's the hardest thing to face, I think. I, I think yeah. that I think that's the part where you got to like zone everybody out. 
Yeah. And just do your thing. Stay the course with yeah. what you have to do and what you've put as a plan or objective as a goal. And I think what's really impressive with what you've done if, is you've made this a lifestyle. Therefore, you've continued it yeah. through your entire life even now. And do you, do you ever see yourself stop training? No, it's like putting on a seatbelt in the car. Yeah. You know, you don't think about it. It's part of your lifestyle. I, every time I put my seatbelt on, I'm not thinking, oh, I'm about to die in or, in, in a, or potentially die in an accident. I'm... I'm, this is part of staying healthy. So it's yeah. a part of staying healthy. And how you train and what you eat, what you don't eat, your choices. I'm not going to say diet because I, I don't believe yeah. in diets necessarily, but your choices I, I, and for And I want to talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your choices for eating, that all changes as you get older because, yes, our bodies do change. And then we go through, you know, Things in our life that either, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're on a downer or things are going great or, you know, our mindset is all uh, hopeful and wonderful, but then things happen in our life. We go up and down all the time. So that affects how we train, how we eat. And it's okay to experiment and to, and to learn from mistakes and then to grow from there. Absolutely. There is no one formula, I think. Good point. For, Good for point. Ev, yes. when did you start training? I started training with you a little... Before that, you had no, never trained? No, never. My story nothing. is very different than Helen. Never liked sports, never exercised, nothing. I would never think that nope, from, from training with me because nope. you've never... You, she's, the, she's never yeah. missed, a set, I think, twice or mm. three times. Once because somebody was sick. But she's always there, probably my most consistent client okay. and does everything to a T. Right. Everything. Because I take this very seriously yes. now, but I was never into sports. Never. And about a couple of years ago, when I turned 40, more or less, I started gaining weight. Um, probably if I had exercised before, it would have not have been that bad, you know. But I started gaining weight. And to a point where about a year, a year and a half ago, I did not recognize myself. I was, it was not me. Physically, uh, I was always tired, um, lack of energy. And so I've tried many diets. I've tried Weight Watchers. Oh, I've you tried did all that, yeah. Keto, everything. Oh, you, yeah. Keto is very hard for a vegetarian, by the way. Yeah. Ate a lot of cheese, a lot of cheese. But anyway, did it was you, not for me. Any gain changes? Weight? Well, I lost a little bit of weight, and okay. then very rapidly the weight came back, back. Yeah, and, and then some. But when you, know? you did the the keto and and the Weight Watchers, yep. did you also start exercising? No, nope. or it nope. was just, just the diet. diet. Just just diet. Because I never liked exercising. Okay. okay. And so so there I was, forty five years old, did not recognize myself, mm -hmm. and I had I have this doctor is a. Plastician, is yeah, that how you uh, say? Plastic, plastic surgeon, surgeon yeah. yeah. And um, I trust him. I've known him for many years. And so I booked an appointment with him. And I said to him, I'm here for liposuction. And he said, Ev, what's going on? And I said, no, please. And I literally said, can you please suck the fat out of my body? Because it, <laughs> right. it was a point of no return. Right. Didn't, you know. And um, he said, you know, have a seat. We talked. And he said, I'm going to be very honest with you. We're friends, so I'm going to tell you like it is, you're out of shape. And I said, yeah, I know, but, you know, and he like said, liposuction is not for you. Yeah. I'm not going to do that to you because this is not what you need. And he said, I'm going to give you the name of a personal trainer. He's very, very good. Give him a call. And so that was in May 2021, right? And he said, come back in the fall, and if need be, we'll do lipo. No problem. Right. 
So I called Nick. So it was oh, Nick, that's of course. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Wow, nice. I called Nick. We spoke on the phone. We met a few days later. You said to me, write down your goals. Why are you doing this? Yeah. So I, I still have it on my phone, I think. So I had six to eight goals. Mm-hmm. Something very realistic, yeah. you know. Um, I'm going to be honest. I think the most important back then was for me to look better. So it might sound very vain, it's, but, but it's, it's, but it's, it's it, but, okay. but it's not vain. It started with that, you but know. But it's not vain. Everybody who does it, like they, we think it's vain. No, but when you look good, you feel yeah. good. It's okay like, to want to look good. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's only vain if it becomes an obsession and mm-hmm. you revolve everything around it. But if if yeah. you if you want to look good and you want to feel good and you want to yeah. look good in your dress or your shirt, yeah. I, 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 there's not that's that, that's I mean to me that's not where I draw the line for vanity. Mm. Anyway, yeah. so we met. Everything went right. well. You you had some uh, availability for me, yeah. so we started working out three days a week. Nice. And what was the first session like? Oh my god! I remember I had to lay down. Yeah, <laughs> lay down the, my legs. Up. legs up. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Like, yeah. I thought I thought she was gonna pass out on me, but she was like a she was a warrior. I could tell. Like she did. I'm like, oh, this girl has spirit. This girl has like fighter in it. Yeah, fighter in her. So and I remember like, like I was like I was going slow because our training is fairly intense. Even though we know how to like gauge it, but sometimes you never know when you have a new client. You don't know their, you know their their limitations, their limitations, and and how much you can push them. So the first time, I always say it's like, it's kind of like the first time. It's like your first time you're meeting and you're getting them to train, and and it's funny because sometimes you have people like, well, I used to be in shape, I used to do this, I used to do that. I'm like, how long ago? It was like 20 years ago. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, you're almost yeah, 50. You know what I mean? And then yeah. they, they train like they're 20, and then I'm like. You don't look at stop. No, no, I'm okay. No, you look at it. next thing you know, bam, they'll pass out or start puking on me. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, you gotta listen to your body. That's why I always talk to them. I always stay with them. Like, look at me, talk to me, take a little break, especially the first couple of sessions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember I had to lay down, legs up, and I remember uh second or third times we saw each other, you would make me go up and down the stairs. Yeah. And after a couple of times, you would walk the stairs behind me just to make sure that, yeah. you know, I, I did to. not fall or whatever. Because, you know, it was uh, it was hard at first. It, it still is today. It's yeah. very challenging. And, and I like that about you, that you're... And you, fe- you, know. you felt safe, I'm sure, with him oh, because oh, he took yes. such good That's care right. of you. Oh, yes. Because he was there for you. Oh, yes. It's not, like, it's, not like he was, it's not like he was at the bottom of the stairs on his phone. No, 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 no. He was there no, no. for you. This is something that I feel yeah. very lucky yeah. And that I had a doctor who was, he could was have done, he could that. have just yeah. said, take my money, yeah. do the surgery, and then nothing would have changed, right? Because yeah. mm-hmm. there's so much you can do with liposuction, right? Yeah. So I was very lucky to have this doctor yeah. to give me Nick's name, right? Mm-hmm. And then for me to meet with Nick, yeah. and it clicked, right? Because I could not be with a yeah. trainer who would like yell at me, do not pay attention or yeah. whatever, Um you know, Nick started with someone like me who was overweight, did not like exercising, and here I am today. Now I enjoy it, and you know, whatever. Well, that, I, th- I think that's um, one of the, one of the most important thing as a trainer is that the first thing I tell clients, you gotta enjoy. Mm-hmm. First, there's gotta be a connection between you and your trainer, your coach. You yeah. gotta enjoy being with them, being around them. There's gotta be a good energy. Yes. The second thing, I don't have the coach mentality of like, come on, you yeah. could do that screaming, yelling. I don't need to motivate you that way. I could motivate you with with just you could do it. Yes. Let's go. Like yeah. and Mandy told me that that voice makes me like Mandy, you could do it. It's all good. And it's like, come on, get up. 
And she's like, that is worth more than you yelling because it's so powerful because you don't need... And, and, and every, every trainer has his own style. For me, that's what it is because at the end, you're an adult. I'm not here to yell at you, scream at you, mm-hmm. put you down or call you names or find different ways to motivate you. That's not my way to motivate someone. I don't do this with my clients. I don't do this with friends. I wouldn't. I don't even do this with my own son, right? Mm-hmm. I believe in positive reinforcement and, and bringing out the best out of each person mm-hmm. in a good, constructive, positive way where I don't want to yell at you to do it. I want you to want to do it. I want you to want to get up and, and, and do it. But you're also so engaged with your client, and oh. that is so important because I see I see the trainers at gyms, and it's like, yeah, they're telling the person to do the exercise, and then they're on their phone while they're doing it. It's like, hang on a sec. Like, I could see... That person's not doing it properly. Like, aren't you paying attention? If I was the client, I'd drop the weight. I'd I'd say, you know what? You're fired. But you engage with the client every single time through every single set. I've I've trained with you and I've I've seen you train other people as well. And that is so important that that you're involved with the client. You're taking that journey with them. I think think that's what it is because it's a journey. And I kind of, like I've had clients for 10 years. You grow with them. Like... Now I know I've, I I know Ev so well. She walks in and she always walks in with a smile. She always walks in with a good attitude, and that to me is the most important. I like if I tell people I don't mind if you don't like training, you hate it sometimes, people. But it's the attitude mm-hmm. that you come in with that, like I've had you know very few clients with that kind of negative, heavy, heavy that I can't handle. I can't. I have a hard time with that. I'm like, man. I've told people like you're wasting your money. I don't, I, don't, I don't know why you're coming here. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. wasting your money. You're wasting your time. You're kind of wasting my time it's too. O- it's okay not to like a particular exercise because yeah. there's so many, like there's so many exercises I don't like to do, but there's thousands of other exercises I can do to replace it. Yeah. So that's okay. But when you come in hating every single yeah. exercise, okay, there's a problem. And that's actually how... I came. I came to like you. Like we became oh, yeah. friends because she, she used to you train came, me. Yeah, he, she put me. He, I put him through, through hell because I didn't like him. But she he wanted me had out of that gym. Such a great attitude. Not a single complaint from this mm-hmm. guy. And eventually, he broke me. <laughs> and, and I was like, man, this guy's got heart. This guy's got heart, and I respected you so much more from that. And look at that. 20, 25 Twi- years later. 25 Beautiful. Years yeah, 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 yeah. And let's talk a little bit about motivation and discipline because I think that's that's the most important thing. I mean, well, what I what I've learned yeah. throughout this journey yes. that is still continuing, ongoing. you know, yep, mm-hmm. ongoing, is that I believe that motivation is not enough. Absolutely, um, motivation can take you so far, right? Mm-hmm. Good point. In anything in life, you cannot yeah. be motivated every day at your work to be the best employee. Good point. I am not motivated every day to be a mother. You know, there are yeah. days where I would like to have a day off. But right. And same thing goes with exercising. Right. And so, yes, you're motivated. When I started, I was very motivated. Yeah. I needed to lose the weight. I wanted to get in shape. Very motivated. But after a few weeks or a few months, then you need something else. Yeah. And it, there comes discipline yeah and so and to be consistent as well i think um you can go to the gym i could go to the gym tomorrow work out 10 hours and the next day hop on the scale the the number will not change right Mm -hmm. if i work out every day for 10 days an hour a day then at the end of the 10 days the scale will change for sure so for me it's discipline 
If I say I'm going to do it, I yeah. do it. I take the time to do it. If I don't do it, I better have a very good reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being tired is not a reason. Um, being lazy is not yeah, a reason. Good point. good point. And so discipline and being consistent. Every day, find something to do. Move your body. You know, there are days when I work out with Nick, I work hard. Yeah. I work very hard, you know. And there are other days, you know, I go for a run. 45 minute run i'm very tired afterwards i feel good and other days i just walk Mm -hmm. i take a half an hour walk and this is what i do that day but at least i move right i I say 90 percent of it is showing up yeah 90 percent of showing up and i tell people how you feel and your emotions are relevant to what you're supposed to do yeah but it's important to have those goals because um it's also important that with those goals, you allow yourself the time off. Just like you love what you do, yeah. right? But it's okay. Sometimes you need a break. You go on vacation. Yeah. You also need a vacation from training and working out and having that every day in my, in my head. I have to go to the gym or I have to exercise. You don't have to. I've taken a week off, two weeks off, and it's so good. And you go back into it and you feel more motivated and everything. And when you have a goal in mind, like if you start, if you want, okay, uh, uh, I'm going to start training three days a week, right? So you can find different um, things to motivate you, whether it's writing on your calendar, okay, in this seven-day period, I have three days that I have to train. So life happens, right? You might have to come and do a podcast. So you didn't train. I didn't train today because I have to do a podcast. So I know that today is my off day, right? But in a seven-day period, you have three days that you can train. So you know that, okay, if today's off, maybe tomorrow I'll be able to do it. Every day you wake up with the idea, I'm going to do it, but then if something happens, it's okay because I still have six more days or, or, or five more days to make up for it. You know what I'm saying? It kind of takes the pressure off. There's so many ways that you can not trick yourself, but convince yourself right. that, yeah, that I can do this, that there's no one answer. It's not just about telling yourself, I need to do this. Well, what motivates you? Put it, putting a calendar on your fridge, yeah. circling the days that you did train, crossing off the days yeah. that you didn't train, telling yourself it's okay this week, I'm going to take four days off and I'm not even going to bother thinking about so, it. So that's what happened when I went you know? to Greece. I brought my TRX, my bands, I brought everything. I'm like, oh, I'm going to train on the beach. I'm two weeks. I got there the first day. I was like jet lagged. The second day I brought my TRX. I tied on the pole. I was training with my son, doing push-ups. The second day I was like, I'll take a little break. Yeah. Third day, for two weeks, I didn't do nothing. Good for you. I just, I let my body rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I just swam, I walked, I was very active. And I was like, you know what? And, and there's something I tell people who, you know, I, I, part of me felt like, shit, you know, I should, I should be consistent. I shouldn't stop. And there's a part of me said, you know what, Nick? You've worked so hard for the last months consistently. Because I had a seminar in Greece, so I trained for it. That... It's okay for me to take two weeks off. It's okay yeah. to let my body rest and come back stronger. And I say this yeah. to clients sometimes, like, don't shame yourself, beat yourself, make yourself feel guilty. It's even worse. Yeah. You took the decision, take it, live with it, and then come back stronger. Same thing when you get off track. Sometimes we'll eat well. We're on this great training regimen. We're going to get off track. And it happens. It happens to me too. 
two, three days, four days, and then it's like, uh-oh, back on track. So, yeah. I mean, the idea is at least that you don't, you know, get off the track completely. If you go off a little bit, the idea is always just keep, stay the course, stay the course, yeah. keep coming back to it. And know why you're going off track. Is yeah. there something major happening in your life? Yeah. Sometimes a major change in your life could be that instigator for you to get on track. Mm. But sometimes it's something where, you know, if anxiety comes into yeah. play or, or something that's, that's going wrong within your life, within your personal yeah. life, you need that time off. Oh. And it's okay to concentrate on what needs to be concentrated on, focused on. And then when you have that figured out, okay, now I can get into it. But it doesn't mean that during that time eating potato chips yeah. and, and, and... Well, that's the hard part, right? Know, yeah, Because people say it's, you know, it's 80% diet and 20% training. I say it's 50-50. And the reason why I put it 50-50 is because you're, you're, when you start training, already you start being aware of what you're eating. Because you're working so hard, you're like, I better start watching what I'm eating. Right. And the way that exercising plays on your psyche and your mindset, I believe is 50% of what you're going to do of the rest of the time. Mm -hmm. So I really look at them both equally as important. I don't give more important to one than the other. And you actually see sometimes people eat really healthy but don't exercise. They're not really in much better shape sometimes than somebody who trains regularly but yeah. not might not eat as well all the time. Yeah. So I think it's a balance of both, and I think that's the tough part is balancing... I think there's that. no rules. There's I think no rules. everyone what, is different. Whatever works for you. You yeah, you yep. could get, you know, 50 women in a room all of the same age and and everyone's mindset will be different, everyone's motivation will be different. So if you want to think 50-50, great, good for you. That works for you. If you want to think 90-10, that that's great. That works for you. Whatever works. Yeah, there point. are no rules because people th then tend to think and they tend to not exercise and stick with the program because Oh, what you know, Nick said it's 50 50, and I'm not doing it this way, or F said it's like this, and I'm not feeling it the way she felt it, so therefore I must be doing something mm -hmm. wrong. No, 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 we're all so different, we are all so different. So, I don't think there's any rules, I think it's just a lifetime of experimentation and sticking with what works for you. Mm -hmm. And did you try any? What kind, so, you tried the diets, any of them work, failed, anything? How did you feel? I with think them? I lost the most weight with Weight Watchers. Oh, Weight Watchers. Yeah. I think I had lost like 20 pounds, something like that. Have you Is ever, it something you want to go back to? Nope. Or do you want to grow from there and try, yeah, try other things? I, yeah, or? yeah. I'd rather, what I realized for me again, yes. me, I feel better when I eat less yeah. right. and something light, right? Okay. I like to be a little bit hungry. Right. Yeah, this is how yeah, I feel the yeah. best. So you're leaning towards an intermittent fasting. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Okay. And yeah. what do you follow someone? Do you, is it something that you're working out with Nick? Yes. The last summer for, yeah. for a very long time, we've talked about it. Yeah. I've done, I've done that. I was doing like a 18, yeah. 18, six. 18, six. Nice. Yeah. And that, then yeah, yeah. I'd fast like once a week. I do a 24 hour fast. Yeah. Nice. nice. So that was good. Um, so I was doing the same thing. Right. Yeah. And I find that that, as a trainer, I, I, I look at it like you got to try everything. Yeah. Like I yeah. can't suggest something to my clients that I haven't done. Right. So I've tried all these diets mm -hmm. and, and the problem with them all, they're, most of them are, almost all of them are not sustainable long term. Some, some people could do it, mm. but it's not made for everybody. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of do it kind of reverse engineering. I start with, okay, let's see where you're at right now. How did you gain this weight? Like, let's look at your lifestyle now and let's start narrowing it down. Let's start, let's, it's not about 
cutting certain foods about cutting the habits. Mm -hmm. So I'll start like, okay, first thing, do you smoke? Yes. Okay. We got to stop that. Like, mm -hmm. that's my first thing. Alcohol. Okay. We got to cut it down. All right. Next, what do you drink? Soft drinks. And, and from there we start, I, to me, it's like, let's break one habit at a time mm -hmm. and start narrowing it down. Intermittent yeah. fasting has been, intermittent fasting, one of the reasons why I find works best because it's very easy when I tell a client, well, you can only eat between 11 and 7 or 12 to 8 or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You're already cutting everything before and everything after. So all the binge eating, eating too much is already being cut because only so much you can eat in eight hours. Mm -hmm. So I find I start with that. Once they can do that for two to three weeks consistently, then we start, okay, let's start breaking down how you're eating. Mm -hmm. And let's start looking at that. So it's one thing at a time. Because if I, I used to do, you know, here's a diet, here's a nutrition plan. Nobody ever did it. Nobody ever could. It was too hard yeah. and mm -hmm. unsustainable, yeah. even for me. Yeah. And I've tried them. I remember back in the day, I used to do those like eat seven meals every yeah. two, three. I was always in the bathroom. And was always that guy eating. with the shake yeah. bottle everywhere. Yeah. You, know, you don't want to be that Honestly, person waiting I, in line. <laughs> I didn't feel good. I actually didn't feel good. I feel much better through intermittent fasting than everything else I tried. Yeah. And in the eight hours, I eat two meals, one or two snacks. But just I keep it simple. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, I cut down on the carbs. But I also like to drink my wine. I want to go on the weekend to a nice restaurant. I want to eat. I don't want to be. And I know trainers, they literally calculate everything they eat. They go to the restaurant. Uh, no sauce. I was like, man, for me, yeah. I like food. I yeah. want to live. I don't yeah. want to like also deprive myself. And I say this as a coach, I don't need to be a ripped six pack. I, you need, you know, obviously you need to be in good shape. Because I've seen trainers who don't look the part. And it's hard when you walk in and you want to lose weight. Like I, I just got a new client and he looked at me and he's 47 years old. And I'm like, you know, so tell me a little bit about what you want to do, your goals. And he goes, well, he's my height. He goes, I just, I want to look like you. He goes, I want to, nice. I want to look like, I want to lean down. I want to feel good. I want to. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you have to lead by example as mm -hmm. well. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's important for sure. I have to say in, intermittent fasting. Now I, I, 20 hours a day is like nothing for me. I'd like to increase it to 40, but I know that I have to take it slow. I'm not just going to, you know, go to 40. I'm going to start with 25, then I'm going to go to 30, and then just to see, like, How I like to experiment. Yeah, exactly. What is it going to do to my body? How will I feel and stuff like that? Costa did three days. Wow, that's he amazing. Felt wow. amazing. Yeah. That's the thing here in North America. We're so lucky. Yeah. We have a lot of food. So true. Yeah. And people eat way too much. We eat way too much. Yeah. Um, so even on vacation, when you go yeah. to those all you can eat, yeah. I mean, you don't really have to you fill your plate yeah. all the way. To, you don't have to. You don't have to. Because people look at it like, I'm going to get my, as, my, you know, money's my, my, my money's worth. My money's worth. I'm going to eat as much as I can. Yeah. And. I mean, there's only so much you can eat, you know? Yeah. And, it's, it's, and if you're not hungry, don't eat. Yeah, that's Sometimes we, it's because it's meal, you know, it's breakfast. Or yeah. You don't need to eat if you're not yeah. hungry that's or it. eat something very light. And it's it's crazy how we've also been conditioned to, you know, the Canadian food guy, three mm. meals, the breakfast. Like, who made this shit up when you think about it, right? Yeah, A lot I of know. times it's companies that made it up. Like, we don't, like, I don't eat breakfast. I feel great. I wake up in the morning. I'll have a double espresso. I'll have my first meal anywhere between 10.30 and 11.30, right? A small meal. And another bigger meal, small meal. And, and then that's, that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, all these standards of, you know, three meals, two snacks, eat this. like Absolutely not. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely not. You know what's the next thing I want to try, huh? What? Carnivore diet. Carnivore. <laughs> I want to do the carnivore diet. 
Which is what we like all animal. Oh, really? Based only. Like my friends doing it. All he's eating fucking. I don't know how healthy it is. Okay. Like his 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 cholesterol is high, but it's his good cholesterol, and yeah. and like I mean, you're just he's basically eating steaks all day. Steaks, red meat. Oh, I love steaks. And and <laughs> so, but now he's he's incorporating fruits as well. Okay. So, I mean, I I'm I'm. Give it a shot. I'm see how it goes. Of, yeah, see, wanna, see what happens. I mean, that's that's. I, I want to try it out, and I've seen his results and what he looks like. Uh-huh. So I'm I'm gonna give it a try, and maybe I'll, I'll I'll test it out for like you know sixty or ninety days, and then see what see what happens. Yeah, yeah. You gotta let us know what happens. Yeah, come back. <laughs> but it's crazy because you know you have the vegan, then you have the vegetarian, and then you have the carnivore. Then you remember at the time when there was the Atkins diet. I think that's done. Yeah. They're yeah. all like fads that come and go. You have keto. Yeah. It becomes very hard for for people who don't know and and you know what to believe and what to do. Like I mean, we talked about keto. Everybody I know who went on keto diet, everybody who went on it lost weight and all got it back and at least you know 10 20 percent more. more. All, yeah. all of because them. you can't stick to those. You can't stick to those strict rules. I mean. No. Life, uh, this is life, right? We need to eat mm-hmm. and we go out and we enjoy with our family and friends and stuff like that. So you got to find the balance in your life. In there your is life, yeah. there is no one formula for an individual, I no. think. I think you that's know? why we start with people's lifestyle. Okay, what do you do? How many hours do you week? How many, like, think about it. Well, you know, a woman should have this many calories. A man, this, well, what is, is Don't a man tell me what in, I need. Uh, does a man sit in an office or is it construction worker? Already, yeah, it doesn't make sense. There's yeah. no standard of what each person needs. Yeah. Like, it depends on how active you are, what you do, what, are you sitting on a desk for eight, 10 hours? How many calories do you need if you're sitting down eight, yeah. 10 hours? There's you know some I mean? people that they can look at food and gain weight. And then there's, there's others who can kind of cheat there's a little, little bit yeah. more with it. Look, I, I, I do the intermittent fasting and I do the 20, uh, the 20 hours and how you break your fast is really important, right? Yeah. You don't break it with, with, with bad foods yeah. and that, but I'm, I could cheat also, you know, like my first meal, let's say would be at, uh, at two o'clock. And then technically my next meal would have to be a little bit of protein at, at three o'clock an hour later. Well, sometimes I cheat, I do two thirty, and sometimes it's not protein, it's carbs. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like, I'm allowed to cheat like that. I can get away with it. Um, my husband says like, if he just looks at me eating that, he's going to gain all the weight. So, you know, he, he can't do that. I, I think, I think it's just, again, it's, it's everybody's body too, right? For sure. And, there's and a, a partner that yeah. just clicked in also like having a, a oh, good yeah. partner with you. Like my husband and I will both do it. And when we're ready to do 25, 30, 35, 40 hours, you know, we do it together and it's like, okay, but if I call you at like 35, you know, to say, I want to break it. You better be strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll be strong. And then he calls me at 35 and it's like, yeah, me too. I want, I'm hungry. <laughs> you know, and we both cheat. For sure. But it's that, good to have a good partner sure. who sticks with you. Yeah, for sure. That helps. Yeah. But your husband's very supportive. Yes, sure. he is. Yeah. I call my son and my husband, my cheerleaders. Nice. Because they don't exercise. They don't do intermittent fasting, but they encourage me. Nice. Yeah. That yeah. That is so important. Yeah. That's so important. Yeah. I, I've yeah. actually seen uh, couples where the woman will lose 30, 40, 50 pounds. Yeah. And then the husband will sabotage her. Yeah. They'll yeah, sabotage her and be like, mm. just eat it. Just enjoy it. Like, why do you? Yeah. And I mean, because they start getting insecure. Wow, mm. she's looking good. She's losing weight. It happens. You That's know what it. I mean? Yeah. And, and and I always say, like, I mean, when you get married or, you know, when your relationship, like we talked about, like Poseidon, you should double up on your training. 
Yeah. You should take care of yourself because a lot of people will get married and then just get comfortable and take for granted. Well, now I'm married. I've had this, bro. Why do you train, bro? You have a girlfriend, you with somebody, you don't need to train. I'm like, mm. I mean, obviously these, I don't have these knuckleheads around me anymore, mm. but I mean, you hear stupid comments yeah. like yeah. that. I remember when I was entering my 40s, started gaining weight. So I was like a middle-aged woman, mm. right? And um, I was afraid. Which is a beautiful thing, by yeah. the way. Helen owns Say it. it. Look pride. at it. Say it with Say pride. pride. I am a middle-aged woman. And I was afraid yeah. that people around my husband would say, she's letting herself go. Yeah. You see oh, her. You, you for real, you're nervous I was. I was afraid of that. Okay. And that my, that my husband would think that the as well. Of that. Yeah. She's yeah, yeah. letting herself go. Okay. Well, is it, is, it, is it fair to say that women have more pressure than men? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Of course, of course. You see the pictures. Well, I mean, now th things are slowly starting to come around where you're where you're seeing people who are don't have the quote unquote yeah. perfect body anymore. Mm -hmm. But still, they're you know on TV. You're not going to tune into people who are yeah. you know overweight. But what do we think of also? There's gonna, this all this big is beautiful now and all this. Like I mean, I think it's Sports Illustrator. I don't know which one. It was mm -hmm. all like big women on the magazine, and now now you're kind of promoting. You know what? I'm I'm all f every everyone is beautiful, and it, it's okay. I don't care if you're 200 pounds, if you're 125 pounds, um, but just don't try to fool yourself and pr promote bad habits. Good point. Mm -hmm. Good just point. because you don't want to be the only one, or Good just point. because you feel better that other that you're creating a clique of overweight, unhealthy people um, and it makes you feel good because they're the ones that are big and unhealthy. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's, it's, bad for, it's, it's bad for the health. It's bad for the good kids point. to see that because then they grow up with, with diabetes. Like so you have true. all these health issues afterwards mm -hmm. too. It puts a strain on on the medical community. It puts a strain within the household. It puts the pressure on the kid. It's just, I don't think it's something that, it's 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 yeah. hard to say because then people say, oh, you're fat shaming. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not fat the, shaming no, yeah, you. I'm right, just saying right. you should be healthy. You should want to be healthy. Did, did you, you inspire know? anybody to train? Nope. Nobody? <laughs> nope. Nobody Arnold knew, didn't uh, inspire no. you <laughs> or inspire me or, or if I inspired somebody else. Inspired somebody else. No, no. I'm, I'm trying with my son. I'm trying real hard okay. to for him to join me when I exercise. Yeah. But, you know, he's turning 18. He has other priorities, I guess. Yeah, but, he doesn't want yeah. to train with nope. mom. Yeah. He wants yeah. to be with the boys. What if you got him a membership like on his own that he could go with his yeah, friends? Yeah, I offered. He, uh, I offered. How did he? Not, not yet. <laughs> it's, it's eventually going to hit. Wait my till, yeah, wait till yeah. he gets a girlfriend or there's a nice girl click at, at the like gym. My, yeah. my son now, he's like, Dad, Dad, look at my abs. Dad, can we go train? I'm like, it's nine, 10 o'clock at night. Dad, I'm going to go to the gym. It's 10 o'clock at night. We're going to bed. What are you talking about? But like, he's 14. He goes to bed like 4 in the morning, so he wants to go train. And I'm like, okay, now he's like... He, he takes could off. function on two hours sleep. Oh, these kids, yeah. Yeah. He, he's, he's like taking off his shirt. He's like flexing. Look down. My, my girlfriend's <laughs> like, okay, he's totally you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but it's important. I mean, I, I, we have to set the example. Like, I mean, I always share the best story about motivating your kids. It's not what you say, it's what you do. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was in, I brought my son to Greek school and there was this, huge greek guy sitting on a bench huge and he's like he brings his kid and the kid's like overweight 
And he screamed at the kid, I brought you here so you could get up and run with the other kids. Get up and play. And I'm thinking, you're sitting on your big you ass. You got to set the example. On you the bench. Sit. And I'm, I'm there with the kids. And I'm like throwing the ball. I'm chasing with them. And I'm like, if you want your kids to be in, like, if you want your kids to exercise, you have to lead by example. So yep, one yep. thing I even did with my son, what I would do is sometimes like, no, I'll come train when he was young, seven, eight. No, I don't want to train. Down. I said, you know what? Just come keep me company. He's like, yeah. I could bring the iPad, just sit down. And I would train. And just so at least he's always watching me train. He's always watching me. It's like repetition. Yeah, I'm saying it. it. I'm doing, even if he's not doing anything, he's constantly just watching me do it. And I knew at some point he's going to want to do it, mm -hmm. right? So now it's like, hey, dad, when are we training? Dad, are we training later? Are we going to train? Yeah. So now he's into it and he even wants to learn like how to do the exercises and how to like, uh, he's asking me questions, how to eat, how do I build, how do I lean down, how do I get abs? It was so funny because he thought, he goes, this, he goes, dad, if I do abs, if I do like two hours of crunches, am I going to get abs like right away? go, no, it's very simple. It's like brushing your teeth. If you brushed your teeth once a week for an hour, yeah. is it better for you to brush your teeth an hour once a week or, or 10 minutes every day? Yeah. Right. That's, that's how it works. Yeah. It's about consistency mm -hmm. and, you know, little, you know, every day doing the same thing or more or less keeping yeah. up to a routine than thinking it's the same thing, right? I remember... When I was 16, I started training. I'll tell you a funny story. Yeah. I'll have a funny story for you. So as if I'm like 16 years old, I'm 112 pounds like this. Stick, 5'11", 112 pounds. Like the wind could blow. And I was like, I'd be flying like a leaf. I was like, okay, I got to start training. I got to put on some weight. I just took it off my brave braces i started like wow girls are actually looking at me mm -hmm. now time to put some muscle so i go to this gym this old gym near my house was called cat saison like ghetto gym it was the cheapest gym you could go to because i didn't have a lot of money so i walk in i'm like looking at all these machines i'm like okay where do i start so i start training and i see this big huge arab guy full of muscles he's like uh you want to be big like me i'm like uh yeah i, I want to train he goes i train you so he started training. He goes, come tomorrow. I go, okay, what time? I go, forget, it was like 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, whatever it was. I go the next day. He's like, okay, I show you to train. You do this, bench. I could barely move the bench. As soon as I'm done, he goes, okay, you need steroids. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm like 16 years old. The guy's trying to push me steroids. Crazy. And I didn't know. For a point, I'm like, oh, 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 maybe I should just take, like, I mean, you're 16. Oh, like, I know what I, didn't. I know what I know today, but at yeah. 16 years old, you don't know I mean, you don't know much, you know? So I was like, maybe I should take steroids. Maybe. And thank God I was like, uh, this doesn't this doesn't look too legit to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. And I, I just I just trained with them, and then obviously I stopped there, and then I start, and then I just ate everything and anything. You could ask Eddie. He used to walk into my house, buckets of ice cream, McDonald. I was just. <laughs> Well, yeah, Eating? just before your training, you used to come in with a bag of McDonald's. Hey, I got burgers for everybody. And he would have a couple of burgers before he would go. I used to live box. off McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. uh, now I can't do that. If I eat McDonald's now, I feel it right away. The love handles, the stomach. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like puking. I feel sick. Yeah. I start shaking at night. I'm, ugh. So you have any funny training stories? 
Um, no, not I, really. I hope not. It's with me. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. No, but um, yeah, I think um, for myself, well, I, you know, this is, I'm very happy that I've discovered exercising and training, yeah, yeah. right? It came to me late in life, yeah. I can say, right? In my 45, 46 yeah. years old. So, um, and the focus has changed a little bit. You know, you say you cannot eat McDonald's now that yeah. you're in your 40s or, yeah. so I, when I started a year, a year and a half ago, it was very vain of me. It was for losing weight, looking no. better. And I can say now, a year and a half later, now I'm looking more at it uh, like um, being healthy, right? Mm -hmm. I'm getting older. Yeah. We were talking about our children. Yeah. I want to be there for my son. Yeah. You know, he's he's a small adult now, so yeah. but still he needs me. Still, you know, I want to be there for my husband, of course. And um, so now it's more being healthy, thinking about the future, and you know, so so now now I like exercising. I like doing it and. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that's positive that's yeah. happened in my life, yeah. there's some gym that gym is connected to it. I want, you know, I, I want and a, Arnold, Arnold, which is why I wore my Arnold, Arnold is Arnold numero shirt. uno. I want to know. This is my husband's shirt, but I shrank it by mistake. <laughs> so it became my shirt. This is what he wore when he Helen, was 1975 Mr. Olympia. I want to hear yes. how your husband proposed because I think that is the funniest story. Let me go I back because we, we've been together for 18 years now, okay? And I was always like, I, I never want to meet anyone or date anyone from a gym because I'm there to train. I'm not there to hit on anybody or anything like that. And then this guy who was working at the gym, he kept giving me free shakes. And people were saying, like, I think he likes you. And I'm like, no, I don't think so because he, he keeps giving me shakes, protein shakes, with apple juice. And I keep telling him I hate <laughs> apple juice. I give you apple juice, okay? <laughs> you know, so he kept giving me things that I didn't want. And so... He said, uh, so time went on, and then the first time, the first time I brought him home to my place, he, uh, he said, I knew I was going to fall madly in love with you because in my living room there were three black and white photos of Arnold in his, in his posing routine, and he goes, I knew I was going to fall in love with you because he grew up loving Arnold as well, right? So fast forward like 16 years later, and uh, so we're talking about getting married and everything. And, you know, we obviously sat down and talked about it. And I said, you know, we're not going to get married until you, you have to ask me properly. You have, you know, I want to be asked, right? So he goes, okay. So we went to California. We did the Arnold tour. You know, this is where Arnold used to train. We went to the gyms and everything like that. And so we're at Gold's Gym, right? And I'm doing barbell curls, Okay. And I'm struggling. I had 50-pound barbell curls, and I'm struggling. I'm, like, uh, on the eighth one. And then he comes up to me from behind, and he whispers in my ear, will you marry me? So I was like, <laughs> yes. And I put it down. It's amazing. And I grabbed the 40s, and I went to 15. <laughs> you know, and we continued our workout. And I said, what made you ask me at that moment? He goes, I knew that when you were struggling, you couldn't say no. So you had to... <laughs> You had to accept That's it. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so that was... They, uh -huh. So Arnold has always been there. It's He's always been an inspiration to, to both he and I. And and gym and working out and training has always been something that's that's in our both of our lives. And you've never met Arnold, huh? 
No, and if I do, it has to be with my husband. I can't meet him alone. I can't meet. I don't want to meet him alone. Any, anybody out there can get this to Arnold. <laughs> and and I have Arnold's tattoo here. Look, of, like, like he's a real. Arnold. You can't like, get more than if, that. If I meet him, he has to sign his name because then that'll be my last tattoo. That'll be my and then, last and then if uh, anything happens, we're gonna cut it out and like frame it. Yeah, 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 exactly. What a story. Yeah, mm. yeah. So he's, uh, yeah, he, the gym, the training, the lifestyle has always, we've always fed off of each other throughout throughout time. I have a really interesting story, though, if I can monopolize the, monopolize yours, the conversation. So this happened a couple of months ago. I was at, I was at the gym. I was doing a, um, a leg press, okay? And on the leg press, my max for this particular type of machine the maximum i could go was 200 pounds okay so that was my maximum it was my fourth set i had just finished boom putting it down you know 200 pounds i was so happy with myself but i was so exhausted right and on this particular machine um i can stay there and alter how my body is and now i could do work my calves right so i decided i was going to work my calves and I look at the 200 and I thought, okay, I can go down to 80 and I could do 15. I'll do 15. Or I can really push myself, which is something you should, I tell myself I should always do. And I could go at 100. I could put it at 100, but I'll only do like eight or nine, right? That'll be my maximum then. And so I want to put it at 80, and then I hear Arnold in my mind, because I have conversations with Arnold at this point. He goes, well, what's the point if you're not going to do that 100%? So it's like, fuck, Arnold, get out of my head. It's like, fine, okay, I'll give it 100%. I'll go at 100, right? So I put it at 100, and I'm going, and it's like, oh, my God, this is really hard. But it's like, this is like it's the most difficult set I've ever done in my life and I couldn't go past five and boom it goes slamming down I'm like holy cow I don't even think I could do 80 I think I'm gonna have to go down to 60. I go to turn to see to to change the weight I forgot to change it from 200. <gasps> wow. So I doubled my mindset eh? it's, it's all, all mindset. mindset. It's it was dangerous I would never do that again yeah. but it was all friggin mindset. mindset yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Wow. You know, the, the the mindset is everything when it comes to pretty much anything you're going to do in your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Achieving any type of goal, objective, dream, whatever you want. If you don't have the proper mindset, well, nothing, like, it's, nothing else is going to follow, no matter how hard you try. And, and I see it with people who, like I've seen a lot of people who come to the gym and who quit. They come, they quit, they start again, and... And a lot of times, it's like they 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 think they're gonna do it just through motivation, like you said. It's like, okay, I'm pumped, I feel good, I could do it, I want it. The vision board, write it down. Mm -hmm. But then you have to show up the next day, mm -hmm. and you have to show up when you're tired, when you don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. Days when maybe the weather's bad and you don't want to drive, maybe you're not just not in the mood. And I tell mm -hmm. people, either way, show up. Yeah. And your feelings are irrelevant. If you go, if you try to manage your life through feelings, you're never going to go anywhere. Mm. Like, I mean, I, and I compare this to like my son, right? Like, no, I do this. I don't feel like doing it. I go, I don't feel like going to work either today, but I have to go. Mm -hmm. 
So you got to do it. Yeah. And I tell people, separate from what you feel to what you have to do. Mm -hmm. And I've kind of broken it down to three steps. First, and I tell this to people, and we did it together, like, what's your why? And there's no wrong reason what's your why. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I want to look good. I want to feel good. I want to look good in this dress. Maybe somebody made a comment about your weight. Maybe somebody, you, you, there was an insecurity or fear. Whatever it is, break it down to what's your why. And whatever it is, you know, keep that always in mind. Because mm -hmm. that's, that's the initial, you know, that's, that's what's actually starting you. Then you need a plan. What's your plan? Mm -hmm. What's your plan of execution? Mm -hmm. Get a program. Yeah. Get a trainer. Write it down. Write designated hours that you're going to do this. Have people accountable. Train with mm -hmm. other people if you don't have a trainer. Have somebody there that could motivate you. I train with Costa every day at 2 p.m. I have it written on my board. I don't even take clients at 2 p.m. because mm -hmm. that's my time to train. Mm -hmm. Right? So you have the why. Then you have the plan, right? Which is, you know, your why for motivation, your plan of execution, mm -hmm. and then the discipline. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's what I say. You, you don't feel like it. You're tired. Um, whatever you're going through, you just show up. And mm -hmm. it's irrelevant to how you feel. You have to show up and you have to do it. And the best way to be disciplined is to be structured and to be mm -hmm. consistent. Yeah. Because yeah. if you don't write it down and you don't, have your plan written down clearly, mm -hmm. then it's going to be easy to say, oh, you know what? I'll just train tomorrow. No, no. You said you were going to train today at two. You wrote yeah. it down. Mm -hmm. yeah. You have to do it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think that to me, that's been a little bit my formula of success with doing my YouTube videos, two podcasts, my talk show. Everything is structured. Mm -hmm. And until it's done, I don't do anything else. Meaning until I finished what I was supposed to do then I it's can, a priority. Then I could play. I won't go out with my friends and drink, which I don't really drink, but go out with friends or, you know, uh, go for a dinner or like, you know, go for a movie or just sit and watch TV mm -hmm. before I know that everything I committed to myself to do mm -hmm. is done. Mm -hmm. And then I can do whatever I want. So mm -hmm. I think that that's, that's the only way to do it. Mm -hmm. And you know what? For some people, the phone... Put the phone yeah, away. Put the well for some. Actually, I know a girl. She she needs the phone to train, and she's mm. very motivated, and she sticks to the program, and she has her little video that she follows, and that's great for her. That works for her. But most of the time, when I see people at the gym, they're looking at a video how to do an exercise, which is fine if that's yeah. how you want to go about it. That's fine. But then a message comes up. Mm -hmm. yeah, oh, point. and then you yeah. check it, and then the next thing you know, there's the person is sitting at the machine for ten minutes. They're not yeah. they're not training or working. Out there, put the phone away. Arn Arnold talked about that. Put the phone away and train. I see everybody do this and that, but people <laughs> oh, don't did train. He say that? Yeah, he said that. He said that. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, yeah. Listen to Arnold. Look, Arnold knows. Arnold doesn't lie. Arnold, Arnold doesn't lie. Yeah. So, what are you? What do we have as new goals, Ev? Uh, continue training. You want to be a machine. I want to be a machine. I want to become move. a ninja. <laughs> yeah. I oh, should see her elbows. If she elbows you. Yeah. 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 We, so we do two yeah. days of strength and one day of just boxing and fighting. Yeah. Okay. We did some sparring yeah. last time. Nice. I like learning self-defense. Yeah. Nice. I like that a lot. I think that's, I, I mean, that's what I try to do. I try to mix it up so it doesn't get boring. Yeah. Because yeah. people get bored. And if you always do the same thing, I get it why clients are like, well, okay, I'm doing the same thing over and over after a while. So I like to mix up the, 
the strength, functional training, and I'll change the program and always add yeah. an element of boxing, kickboxing, fighting, grappling, ground yeah. fighting, even some knife sometimes, like some knife training, depending on who I'm training and what level they're at. So you're, I'm always trying to keep it interesting because or else you're going to get bored. And at the end, and I tell this to trainers, your goal is to keep the, the client interested in training, to keep them healthy, to keep them loving what you do. Mm -hmm. So it all starts with your attitude and as well as what you're, you know, how you're training each client. And everybody's different. Mm -hmm. One person, one per my approach with, with Ev might not work with you and might not work with someone else. Yeah, yeah. you're so very good at that, Nick. Because uh, we would do certain things for a couple of weeks. And as I said to Nick, me, I like the routine. I like when we do the same thing, the Monday, I know this is what we do, Wednesday, Friday. I like that. I like the routine. Okay. But then once in a while, you show up and he He'll says, change it. well, I thought of something we could try today. And then we start something, so new, something new and... Yeah. And it's yeah, fun. It's fun. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's and and also if you're going to be doing a program, it's okay to get really good at it, mm -hmm. and then challenge yourself Absolutely. and do something else. You know, like if you're going to be doing particular exercises for your bicep, for your back, for your legs, then after you know maybe two, three weeks, even you're still doing those 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 body parts right. but the exercises that you do for those body parts you can change it up and you target the muscle in a different way so yeah. each each one is a little bit so you just we we just have fun with it as yeah. well so you don't get bored and i really like the fact that there is that martial art mm -hmm. boxing kickboxing yes. mm -hmm. kickboxing aspect yeah. and i think um like my cousin perry trains you know was training with me now he's training at another gym that gym is more oh, bodybuilder big and that's not my style like if somebody mm. told me nick i want to be a bodybuilder I, i'm not your guy like mm. i mean i'm not a bodybuilder coach mm -hmm. right i don't i wouldn't be able to train you for it i understand i understand it but i wouldn't be able to train you i wouldn't be able to show you the pose this is not my specialty if you're looking more about like a healthy lifestyle mm. with a combination of different styles of training and uh like martial arts then i'm your person so i think it's important too and I say this to trainers because a lot of trainers reach out to me. It's like, pick the type of trainer you want to be. Mm -hmm. Pick the type of trainer you want to be. And like, what's your niche? Don't, don't just say, I'm a trainer. What kind of trainer are you? What is your ideal client? You want people who are, uh, you, are you more into the, you know, the sport type of training? Are you into more um, like strength, functional, uh, more of the bodybuilding like find your find what you enjoy the most mm -hmm. and what you've done for yourself and then as well you're better off being known for a niche a special niche mm -hmm. that you can build your name on than trying to be like yeah I'm, and i meet you i could do everything you know and then you see a trainer that's never boxed teaching boxing yeah. you know and being like i'm a boxing coach and i'm like uh okay no you're not you know yeah yeah so i think that um, in terms of being a trainer and as well it's for as clients also picking a good trainer i actually like clients who've had different trainers mm -hmm. when they tell me i've trained with a lot of people i like it because they kind of know what they want what they don't want yep. and they kind of know all right is he good or isn't he good and i'm yep. personally i'm not intimidated by that type of yeah. that type of challenge of i used to always encourage people go out yeah, train with other that, people yeah, yeah. train with other people you want to come back come back great mm -hmm. yeah I was about to say, I'm very lucky because I didn't have any trainers before in my life. 
have one, you, the first one, and I get the best one. You spoil, you yeah. spoil now, you're spoiled now. <laughs> and uh, don't don't be intimidated. Also, a lot of people no, think point, like th there's so much equipment, there's so many weights. What are they going to do? There's just so much. Don't be intimidated. And you know what? That guy or that girl who has that body or who's really serious about it. Ask them questions. Yeah. It's okay. Ask them. Can you just show me how this works? You'd be surprised. You know, People at gyms very, are really nice. Yeah, I mean, you'd be very you, surprised. Yeah, it, it, yeah I, it, it, like don't go up to someone and just start giving advice. I wouldn't advise anyone to do that. But if someone comes to you and asks, um, yeah, be friend. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. it's everyone had their first day. Yeah, you're right. Good point. You know, so it's okay. And I, and I think it's, I mean, just making that taking that step and 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 going out there and doing it and it's not easy and it's scary if you've never done it mm -hmm. and that's why i tell people and not to promote myself but anywhere you live start by going to get a trainer and, and see a few interview them see which one you connect with which one which one has a better style try the session and then take it from there because if you've never trained before and you walk in a gym you're going to be so lost and intimidated. I know because mm. even when I started, when I was young, I was like, okay, where do I start? Mm. And it's even harder as you're older to start. And it's also so easily you can get injured if you don't know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think I'm going to share one quick story that Mandy told me. Before me, she had like a 20-year-old trainer. And she's like, and he, he starts telling me to do box jumps. Mandy's like... I'm 45 years old. My knees are shot. I can't do it. And he's like, no, no, you could do it. And I, I think that's a little bit one of the benefits. I'm 46. I know what a 40-year-old body feels like. I feel in great shape. But I still, there's certain things I did in my 20s that I won't do today. Mm -hmm. Because I know the risk of injury is too high. Mm -hmm. And I always say, always the first thing is to keep your clients safe. Is it worth you making them do this exercise and having... Even taking a slight chance, they might get injured. Just change the exercise. Give them something else. I'm pretty sure you could find a way to target that muscle without putting them at risk. Mm -hmm. So I think, too, when you get a trainer that is... Know your less, client. And, yeah, know, know your, your client. client. And, know, and it's hard for a 20-year-old because he won't know. Right. He doesn't understand. Yeah. Like, I mean, I remember when I was 20, I didn't give a shit. We'd yeah. go to the gym, beat the shit out of my body. The next day, eating McDonald's, I was drinking and I was ready to train. <laughs> now I'm going to be out for three days. I won't be able to move, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, So, so Ev. Yes. It was wonderful to hear your story oh, today. Thank, thank you, you so for sharing it with us. I'm thank very, you. very proud of you. You're an inspiration you. because mm. what you did is really not easy. And, thank you. um, I'm going to put you on the spot. A little last message for people watching who are like, man, can I do what she did? Because yes. that's what everybody thinks. Can I do what she yes, did? Do I have what it takes? Anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. Put your mind to it and see it as an investment in yourself. Nice. You do it for yourself. Me, when I take time away to go to the gym, go outside, train with Nick... This is time for me, right? Yeah. There is nobody, not my son asking me something, my husband telling me another thing, my mother calling. It's time for me. Um, and I'm sure sometimes these people, my family, would like for me to, after dinner, we watch TV with them or whatever. I think that I do what I need to do so I feel better. I'm with them. I'll be with them longer, hopefully, you yeah, know, by true. being healthy. And it's time you do this for you. You don't do it for anybody else. That's yes. You know? Because you deserve it. Yes. You deserve yes. it. Yes. So if you put your mind to it, 
take some time, find a buddy if need be point, to do something yeah. around lunchtime. Or yeah. me, I like to do it by myself. Listen to music, listen mm -hmm. to a podcast. It's a form of meditation. Yeah, mm -hmm. and um, do it for yourself. Yeah. Awesome. So, buddy, we are out. The Austrian beast. Ev, we got to find Ev. Ev is salt. Salt, right? Is that the the, yes. the, the, the fighting ninja there? What's her mm -hmm. name? Uh, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, <laughs> nice, nice. that's what she wants to be. I'm telling you, Ev, I'm going to put you in a movie soon. Oh, yeah. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to subscribe and hit the bell. And make sure to tune in every week because I will be posting a brand new video every single week, guys. So, thanks for watching. We're out.